What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. And I apologize. I am coming to you at a weird angle tonight. I'm uh, I'm actually coming to you live from my phone. Hopefully it's charging okay. It is because uh, my entire system crapped a bed. Um, as always, I am Kevin from Cigar Prop and I'm coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Acid Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. And as always, my uh, faithful companion, co-host, Care Viajante of Stogie Road Cigars. <sighs> How you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Not too bad. Just irritated. Irritated yeah. at this. Uh, where am I getting a... Oh, the echoes is coming through the um, through the headphones. Let me unplug these. I, was, I, I thought, thought I heard... Maybe the echo is coming through the large space you're sitting in. Yeah, may maybe. I was I was wondering. I kept hearing something, but yeah, it's actually my headphones uh, from that yeah. one. Actually, oh, I, actually, I could have just muted. You know, there we go. So, uh, yeah. how are you doing tonight? You're you're just in a big area. You got some microphone issues, and it's going to echo a little bit till you get up and running. But other than that, I'm doing fine. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? A good holiday weekend? It was all right. No, nothing exciting. It is. It is. It is what it is. No, yeah, it's a, no, I'm laughing because you know we did exchange some messages and pictures. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that we did care. <laughs> so uh, it was a uh, it was it was a time. How about you? Uh, did you have a big uh, big big family gathering as usual? Yeah, we did. It was it was nice. You know, it was good to good to hang out with family. Good to hang out and have some cigars. My brother in law put the TV outside, so we watched some football. Got a chance to watch a little bit of football. I'm not going to get into the Michigan Ohio State game. But I'll uh, cut you right off. That would be uh, an ungentlemanly thing to do. I, I know how to uh, win um, with a little bit of class. I realize that next year there will be no bet because of the the rubbing of the good luck stone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I laughed when I pointed out to Jennifer. I'm like, watch Kevin. He's not going to want to bet next year. Hey, Kevin, you know, since we've been betting, Michigan's won every time. Yeah, we're not betting next year, Care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we we still we still have we still have a way in. We still have a way into the playoffs, the Buckeyes. So I'm not uh I have not given up hope. I think we can uh we can get there, but um it's gonna take some finagling. <laughs> it's there's a lot of wins and losses and a lot of chess pieces moving, but weirder things have happened. Weirder things have happened. So uh all right, let's get a look. I was gonna ask you, Kevin. Before we get anything kicking off tonight, Brian's here excited about talking about guns and cigars. I'd like to get into the cigar medic humidimeter cut and the light. All right. Because remember, with the cigar medics humidimeter, you always know when to hold them and you always know when to smoke them. Kev, what are you smoking and what's the percentage, brother? Uh, I am smoking uh, uh, from our guest tonight because uh, uh, these are available at Corona Cigar, where Jessica happens to work. So she brought me home a couple of the uh, the the two A. This is from uh, Guns and Gars. This is the the barber pole, and should be reading pretty good since it's been a humidor for a hot minute. I am at sixty two percent. Very nice. We are doing dueling barber poles because I am smoking the Big Tony this evening. Um, oh. To start off. And and I I got a gringo I got a gringo for a backup for the second oh, right right um, on and mine is at sixty four percent right where right I want to be bro right where I want to be yeah uh, 
get 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 the lighter that got me in trouble on Instagram from for using it. Really? Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, they, they took down my photo because of uh, this uh, this lighter. Yeah, yeah, this lighter was in the background. I wasn't even using the lighter. It was just in the background. Really? Yeah. Wow. Figured a big cigar needs a big lighter. A 2A cigar deserves a 2A, a 2A lighter. Go. And, which is a good thing. It's in the foreground now. Maybe that maybe everything will be fine. Yeah, may, maybe. But uh, <laughs> oh, this is still irritating that it's not connecting to my. Uh... Nope, still not. All right. You're good. Let's, let's, get, let's get back to the housekeeping news, Kev. All right, so uh, we've only, we've only got um two more episodes left of the year, really? and we are done. I can't believe it's going to be December. I, it just seems like we just started this season, dude. You know what? It's just been a great season. Second half of the season, great guests. I don't think we've had probably some of our longest shows that I've been on the second half of the year, and it's flown by. It has, and I, I don't know how many, you know, like I said, we try and keep everything to two hours, but man, we've, we've done three, we've done two and a half, we have done these long, long shows, mm -hmm. and, and and we cut them short. It's not like, you know, we, we run out of things to talk about, but, you know, I, I look at like the replays, two hours about the limit of what most people can sit through, you yeah. know, same, same as a movie, but yeah, it was, uh, we've had some great, great guests. This has probably been my favorite season. You know this this last quarter of this year mm -hmm. so far because it was just one after another. We've met some fantastic guests, a um, lot of boutique cigar companies um, on this year. So we've I've had, fun. had some Scarface episodes. Those long you needed intermission. Yeah, intermission from the interview. Yeah, that's it. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's all we got. So uh, you know, before we uh, bring on our um, uh, brief. Uh, before we bring on our guests, we want to take a moment to thank all of our show partners for making this happen each and every week. Sorry about them. Like I said, you can't see. The one time I get Illusione has they, they, they've got a new a new graphic for my laptop, <laughs> and they're not even going to be able to be shown tonight. So uh, hopefully Fred's not uh, Fred and Dion's not watching. So before we bring on our guests, we want to take a moment to thank all our show partners: J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars. We are the muscle. Casa Caraballo Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, K by Karen Burger Cigars, and of course, True Estate and Experience Acid.
Uh, I'm making a note. Real quick. <laughs> I tried to find, I was trying to write it down real quick. So, uh, all right. Waiting patiently in the experience acid green room is Brian Gordon of guns and gars and of tactical society. Hey guys. My God, you look at that. It was just so smooth. He came in with the smoke billowing and it's like, God, you know, Hey, you see oh, that time that's, that's it. How you doing tonight? Good, man. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, where are you coming from tonight? That place looks familiar. Hey, I'm where it all started at, man. I'm at I'm in Tampa, man. So that, that's the uh, uh, the the old Davin off of Geneva, but now it's just called Corona Tampa. Yep. yep so. Yep. Now, now, are you are you upstairs in the new lounge? Oh yeah, yeah, man. It's, they they did a number with this bad boy. It looks good up here. Oh, I haven't been up there yet, so we haven't been down to Tampa since uh, since they did the uh, the renovation upstairs. So yeah, uh, it, you gotta get over here and see us. Yeah, I, I definitely need to get up there. So, I mean, my wife works up in the road because we're in Sarasota County, so she manages the Corona Sarasota. So, you know, we um, we definitely get up there. Well, she gets up there every day. That's where she works. But uh, she was. Uh, um, that's where I usually go and hang out with her. But uh, one of your guys was in, you know, uh, the other day or something from uh, from your company. Said she was talking to him. Yeah, yeah. One but, of my one of my boys, Alex. Man, yeah. He told me uh, he had the pleasure of meeting your wife. Yeah, super cool. She says, uh, um, uh, and then because uh, she she actually got me reaching out to you because some girl came in just smoking cigars. Like, hey, have you heard of this? And Jessica's like, oh yeah, actually we carry that cigar. I just know, you know, so many cigars. And then that's how I got, you know, got hooked up with, uh, with you. Um, but um, we're here to learn more about you tonight. Now, I don't know anything about you. Like a lot of our guests, like I said, there's, you know, I can find some, some knowledge. All I know is you're a Marine, you own Tactical yes, Society and you right. own Guns and Gars. Yes, sir. So, Simplify simplify to all my Marines out there. That's it. You guys just had a birthday. Happy birthday. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's, I, I just thought about this. But before we get into to everything else, why we, we, you see the Facebook memes and it's always the Marines or the crayon eating, you know, <laughs> what, 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 where did the, where did that start from that the Marines are, I don't know, dumb, simple. Is that I something mean, that happened? Think about this, bro. You, you you can't be the smartest guy on the planet, man, if you're running towards the bullets. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. S -s -s simple, simple enough for me. So yeah. let's let's continue. Let, let's let's start right there. When did uh, when did you enter the Marines and why and why the Marines of, of every branch? Yeah, man. So I went in in 95, man, kind of, you know, kind of fresh out of high school. Um, and the reason why I joined the Marine Corps, because, you know, I was always kind of I always liked the challenge and the, the Marine Corps kind of was that branch that, you know, everybody said was the elite branch. So I wanted to do, I wanted to be the best of the best. So that's why I signed up for it. And, and to be honest with you, I like the uniforms too. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, a, um, I, so I, I graduated in 95 and we had a, a the Marine Corps uh, ROTC, JROTC at our, at our high school. So I got, I got used to the, uh, uh, to the uniforms for, for, four years of being there so uh so um how long were you in for yeah i did my, i did four years man and I, I fulfilled my my contract and um that was long enough for me and then i decided to get out and move on <laughs> I, I i i hear you like I said our, our son graham is in the in the, in the army you know okay. so he's like uh, he's, he's gonna fulfill his uh i think he did five years 
is, is what is what he signed up for and then he's uh he's he's done he's gonna uh, he's just gonna call it a call it a career after that um then you got my my little brother who my little brother navy i think he's done i think he's 22 years oh wow yeah. you're getting ready to retire man so you, you got a family oh. full of uh military veterans over there oh yeah yeah he just he just made a, a chief warrant officer so uh he should uh he should retire you know with some good with some good benefits Oh yeah, that's that's not an easy feat, man, to get that rank, man. A lot of hard work comes with that. Uh, that definitely a lot, a lot of hard work, a lot of sacrifice for his family, you know, too. So, because his wife, they met on a on a ship on the uh, USS Enterprise. She was uh, she was Navy as well. Oh wow! So wow. yeah, still yeah, still you know I don't you know I told him don't don't get hooked up with anybody on the boat, you know. But wow. there, there he is. <laughs> hey, it's easier said than done. Hey, put yeah. you on a boat for six months and see what you come back with. It's a long time on a ship. Hell yeah. that, that, that is a very, very long time. So so any any parents watching tonight, listening to the podcast in the future, why you know, why why is the Marines the best the best brand? If you talk to everybody, everybody has the best brand. Except Air Force, everybody knows they're not the best. But um <laughs> why is the Marines the best? Man, it's just you got to be a different breed, man, to, to sign up for that, man. Everybody in the Marine Corps is um, very skilled at uh, all weaponry. You know what I mean? That's that's very unique in um, in, in the in the military alone because uh, every 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 branch you don't have to be considered a, a basic rifleman. You know what I mean? So um, to, to to be able to join the Marine Corps, it doesn't matter if you're a girl or or you're a guy. You're still trained the same, and and their boot camp is. Um, twice as long as everybody else's. It's a lot, a lot of uh, uh, training comes into that, and plus we're first to first to go in and we're last to leave. I didn't, I didn't know their training was twice as long. Yeah. That, so, oh, that's a uh, um, yeah. It's, are they still doing it? As uh, I've heard, did my uh, my buddy go Paris Island? Is that where they? Yeah, is that well, where they it, yeah, it depends on what coast you live close to. I'm a Florida boy, so I didn't have a choice. So they they shipped me to Paris Island. But if you live on the you know towards the the other coach, then they would send you to Camp Pendleton, which is um in California. Okay. Paris so, Island so, down here, Kev. What's that? Paris Island down here, South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Oh, is, oh, is that where I, I knew it was somewhere in the south? I didn't know. I didn't know exactly. So, exactly. How how far away from you uh, is that, Care? Uh, a few hours. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's further south. All right. Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen like the TikToks and tra training on the beach. It's not going to be up here where you get a change in season. It's down where it's really hot and humid and sticky and horrible all the time. So, so, so you did, so you did your four years, you know, um, uh, you, you got out and then, um, so, you know, so yeah, I mean, cause we're about the same age. If you got in right after high school, I graduated in 95 yeah. and then, uh, so, so what were you, what were you doing? What was, uh, would you, what'd you want to do when you get out? Well, man, I, I, I just knew I wanted to um, get into something that um, required for me to work for myself. I know I wanted to be um, an entrepreneur. I wasn't uh, I wasn't I, I, I didn't really like taking orders, man, to be honest with you. I, wanted to <laughs> I could be giving them instead of taking them. Yeah, that uh, that's a, that's a lot of us. We, we definitely, you know, I think that's the goal. Is everybody just wants to work for themselves. Um, now, when you got out, I know now there's a ton of programs for members of the military getting out to starting their own businesses. Was yeah. there a lot back then when, when you were getting out? 
Um, no, not not really, man. And uh, I'm glad you asked that question. I just recently started an organization called OTS for Vets, and that stands for Offering Transitional Services for Veterans. And what we do, we kind of help them with that transition from active duty to being a civilian. Um, I know I struggled greatly, man, immensely from getting out of out of the Marines and trying to find a job. Um, it wasn't as easy as people uh, people might think. So yeah, we started that organization last year. Um, I teamed up with a guy by the name of George Boswell. Matter of fact, we just put on a huge veterans run um, here in Clearwater. Um, they gave us the uh, causeway for two days and we did a veterans run. Um, we had a, uh, a half a marathon, six miler, you know, all the way down for something for the kids. Uh, we had about 700 people turn out. We had some great sponsors. Shout out to Corona. They were one of my sponsors as well. Um, and the race was a huge success. So uh, we're looking forward to putting on more events to be able to raise money to help our vets. Oh, that, that's awesome. I'll definitely have to get a link to that from you. And then uh, where, where, you know, um, can people can people try you? Know, can they help? How can the regular person help help that cause out? Yeah, yeah, they can go to our website, which is OTS, the number four um, dot org, OTS for dot org. And um, they can donate or they can sign up to also to be a volunteer. Um, we have our races. We always need volunteers. And um, even when it comes to uh with, with transitioning for our occupations. If we have some, some business owners that want to help veterans um, transition and offer them jobs, because these vets, man, they're really good at, um, you know, at, at doing different jobs. They're, they they know how to take orders and they know how to get it done. So I would urge a lot of these business owners, man, to hire veterans when you have the opportunity. They're a great resource. You know, I, I, I the resource that, you know, and that, that I would like, you know, and I never even thought about it in, until until now, you know, we've, we've struggled at, at, at my job, you know, so I, I'm a mechanic. Um, I work for Tires Plus, part of Bridgestone Firestone Corporation. And we've really struggled with hiring vets. Um, the, the younger kids, like the, the 24 to 27, 28, 30, um, I, I wish there was a way for or a company to to teach us how to talk with vets maybe we, we just we haven't had good luck we haven't had good luck with with these kids of just coming in and um and and just that they, they you know i don't know if they don't like to take if they still don't want to take orders sometimes it's think they they know it all you know it's like we've got a kid now who he, he's work on helicopters and it's just like like it's it's and He's not good, you know, um, you know, on cars, on that transition. And we feel like there's something in our company he could be good at, you know, but it's, you know, in his current role, it's, uh, it's, it's tough, you know? And then I think about my son, Graham, you know, he's 26, he's getting out. You know, I think about the same thing. How is he going, is he going to have those struggles finding those jobs as well? Well, I mean, was I'm not, I don't want to be biased. What, what, what branch? What branch was he in? <laughs> he, 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 he was he was Navy. Okay, he, all right. He's, hey, he's, listen, a, he's a little ahead. soft. He's hey, a little I'm soft. Not, I'm not gonna get caught up in that, Kevin. But man, just just let me know when you want a couple jarheads, man. A couple Marines. I sent I sent a couple your way. You know that 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 we need. You know we we need uh we 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 need we need the we need the ones you know that 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 have the discipline that you know and it's just that that's what and 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 we could tell that the, the these kids are struggling too of trying to find their way in the world because I mean they're they're getting out and as you know I mean you don't make anything in the military like a lot of these kids they come out with no savings 
you know, um, a lot of times families have moved away, they come back and they're struggling financially, they're struggling mentally, you know, and then now they got to work a 40 hour job with someone like me, who's not always the nicest guy yelling at him all the time. And it's uh, a worst there. Hey, hey, Kevin, that, that might be the problem, bro. I was gonna say, I got a problem. It 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 just it just might be, you know. Just, I mean, for you, Kev. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I they usually don't let me talk to like anybody new. Like I'm technically the trainer in the shop, but when they like to <clears throat> they like to start people new and like for like the first week, they're like just just stay away from him, you know. Like you know, it's just. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it is probably, it is probably me. So, so, what, so, what were you doing? Like when you, when you got out, you know, bouncing around a couple things, you know, yeah, like man, what I, was, you I, know, I, I bounced my head across the wall, man. To be perfectly honest with you, man, I, I struggled um, trying to trying to find my niche. You know what I mean? I had a few jobs, and um, you, you know when you get that feeling, you waking up in the morning, you dropping those f bombs in the morning because you really because you hate, you know, you don't want to go to work. So um, yep. I, did that. I did that more than my share of times I want to, you know, even want to remember. But um, I just got to the point to where I started asking myself, what is that one thing that, you know, I would love to do? If, and, and, and if I did get paid for it, what would it be? You know, and it all it all went back to what I've been doing since I was a kid. And that's always been something in, in protection. You know, I've, I've always been put in a um, position of, of being a protector. So. That's my purpose, and then I just I figured out a way to to monetize it. So so um, so how, you know so I, obviously now you're you know um, uh, you you run the uh, um, uh, tactical society. How did that did did you start in um, you know talking about protector? I know you do you know um, uh, se- private security and stuff like that. Is that how you started like getting into private security, or did you just start the tactical society? How did this all come about? Well, I my. My overall goal when I first started, I wanted to have my own security agency. Um, and when I started that uh, that 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 uh, that journey, there was a two-year waiting period before I could actually have an agency, unless I hired someone that had a particular license that I needed to run that agency. So I had a two-year period of of downtime. So what I decided to do in those two years, I decided to start my own gear line. So. Um, tactical society a lot of that stuff is my own licensed trademark gear from the bulletproof vest uh, a lot of different products that i started um during that that waiting period so when that two years finally came um i had my own gear line and then i was able to start start that agency but i also had a hundred other ideas that i wanted to do as well so i trademarked guns and then i started um manufacturing guns and then i started getting my uh got my license to be a firearm instructor. Once I got the firearm instructor, I went and got my private investigative license. So there's a lot of different moving parts under that wow. tactical society. Oh, yeah, you, you can definitely see by the website, you know, every time you you click on one thing, it takes you to another page. And then now I, I remember I was fooling around with it. And I was probably on your site for an hour. And I bet I had nine tabs opening open up, and I'm like, "Good God!" Like, th- I mean, literally, <laughs> you could go to your website, Tactical Society. You know, uh, it, uh, it's scroll, it'll be scrolling somewhere in the bottom, yeah. and like, you don't have to go anywhere else. I mean, you know, uh, you know, gear, protection, guns, well, you know, concealed weapons, whatever you need. You know, that that's it's really 
all encompassed in, in your in your website and under that one big umbrella. Yeah, man. Um, and, and that and that was my that was my overall goal, man. I wanted to have all things tactical under one under one page. Like you said, I want to be able to get people there and anything that you need um in the in the realm of uh, security and protection, it's all there. And then and, and, and now I got cigars. So now listen, I'm um I'm good, man. I don't, I don't need any more projects right now. <laughs> you just you just need the uh, you just need the alcohol, and then the ATF will be will be all. That's coming, Kevin. That's coming. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> there, 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 there you go. Like I said, you know, just one, one ATF inspector come in, he can do it all, right? You know, yeah, right, right yeah. there. That's the, so, that's the last piece for the trifecta, man. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. That, that that's it. So so being a a veteran owned business, do you do you you try and hire mainly vets or you know um how like how big is the company? Like how many employees do you guys have? Well, as far as on the security side, we have about between twelve to twenty. Um, at any time of the security guards. Um, I also do. I do also have some of those guys that offer executive protection as well. Um, regarding on the on the uh, on the private investigations side of the company, I just started that probably like maybe two months ago. So um, I am the one that is that is providing the private investigative services. And on the cigar side, we're now we're starting to hire uh, uh, sales reps. So we're, we're scaling everything, you know, almost at the same time. Oh, nice. Oh, right, right, right on. So, so like out of all the employees, like I said, uh, you know, what, what's your ratio of, of um, vets to non-vets? Well, I try to hire vets, man. It's just yeah. uh, probably 90% of my, my staff are veterans. I like to hire veterans because it's, it's 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 very easy for me to communicate with them. You know what I mean? I don't have to I don't have to fluff anything. It is it is what it is. I can talk to them direct, um, and they know you know how to carry out the the, the job or AKA the missions. Um, and it's it's really easy for me to work with them. That's just my preference. But um, and that's not saying I won't hire anybody else that doesn't have military experience. But um, I do prefer veterans. I, that that was actually my next question: the difference in communicating with uh, your employees, vets versus non-vets. You know, I've I, you know I've been around other businesses that have been veteran-owned with veteran employees, and and I've kind of seen you know with 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 the veterans. I say you just you just cut to the chase really fucking quickly. You know, just it's like no big Kevin, just like that. See, listen, Kevin, you would have ended up in HR dropping f bombs. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I can I can do it. It's just a, it's just the way we communicate. <laughs> That's it. Like I, I tell my HR, I didn't call him. I didn't call him fucking stupid. I asked him if he was fucking stupid. See, there's a big there's a big difference, you know. So. That's why. That's why they keep me away from some some of the uh, uh, the the new the new. Find that hard, Kevin. Yeah, you're being it's, it's all starting to make sense, Kevin. It's all making sense now. <laughs> yeah, and this is this is a good show for me. I'm looking introspectively here. You know, it's like, wow, maybe maybe it is me, but then it's not. Um, it's them. It's always it's always them. Um, how do but, how do you go about how how do you go about pairing the right protection agent or security with with the client? You know, um, I know sometimes because I, I worked in private security. I, I have my class D and G. You know, I, I still kept it up. I, I haven't I haven't done it in years. And mine was just, you know, guarding rich people's houses like million dollar homes. And it was pretty, right. pretty gravy on that. So how, how do you go about pairing the right the right client with well, with the right lot, agent? A lot of people have the idea that when it comes to security protection, that you just need some big burly guy. Right. I like thinkers. You know, what I mean, I like people that know how to 
de-escalate situations. So for me, it's all it's always about what's going on in somebody's head. So for me, I like to be able to talk to um, the people that I'm hiring and make sure they know how to uh, to de-escalate situations rather than you know cause cause further problems. So I'm 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 big on the communicators, people that know how to talk to people, people that know how to be pleasant, um, and you know at the end of the day can stop a situation before it happens. Yeah, that, that was one thing. I, I, ran, I ran a bar for a couple of years before I got into security. And that was one thing they asked me during my interview. Have you had any ish, you know, experience with de-escalating situations? Like, yeah, I managed a bar for a couple of years. I, I can yeah. definitely I can definitely de-escalate a, a, a situation pretty, pretty quickly. How yeah. many bar fights, Kevin? None. None. There was not, not a... You had absolutely no bar fights. No. So... My, so the bar I ran was at a resort. So it was people, uh, people on vacation. Down, yeah. yeah, people on vacation. Uh, so it wasn't like a bar. Now, my, I had buddies that ran bar. Actually, the bar right down the street from Corona Cigar. Like, I wouldn't go there in, uh, in my 20s because it's unless they were working because there was bar fights every night. But in my bar, no, there were arguments. You de-escalate <laughs> it. You buy someone a drink. And you know that that that's it. So yeah, no no bar fights at at mine. But, yeah, it's a uh, that, that that's not that's not fun. But um, never. No, never. And then the only thing I had to deal with was you know because I was a patrol supervisor as well. You know, showing up and some guy was sleeping. One of my guards. It's like ah God, you got one job. Don't sleep. Right. <laughs> especially especially in the guard shack as they're coming up. You know to get checked into their million dollar homes they don't want to see some dude sleeping no, you know yeah, tough one like, to explain. yeah yeah, yeah that, that that's a tough one to uh to to explain to to the to the boss right. um so um let, let, let's move on like so 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 how far along so what, what year did you start the the cigar side of, of the company i started i started the cigars man a little bit over a year ago i just started smoking cigars man a little bit over a year ago you just started smoking cigars? I just started smoking cigars really? a little bit over a year ago, man. About a year, year, year and a half, maybe. Wow. So, we're, we're, so, so tell us that story. We'll start off there, that story. So who, what, where, when, why? Well, man, at the time, I started smoking cigars. To be, to be transparent, I was kind of going through a lot, man. I had a lot, you know, that I was dealing with. Mom, I had, uh, you know, I was kind of still dealing with at the time my the death of my brother and i would come up to corona you know to kind of just to you know network on, on some of my other business stuff and my mentor at the time would always try to get me cigars with them but i just didn't i wasn't a fan of the uh of the smoke i didn't want the smoke but, you know I, I just wasn't a fan of the smoke but i love the opportunity to be around other business people that were doing you know big things here in tampa so one day i was having a rough day and i was like man you know what give me a cigar and he handed me a cigar. As a matter of fact, my first cigar was an Atabay. And I sparked this, I sparked this, the, the cigar up. And I just remember him tapping me and was like, man, yo, yo, B, are you good? <laughs> I, I, I went somewhere, but wherever it was, it was good. And I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? And I just fell in love with it, man. I fell in love with the cigar. And before you knew it, man, I was, I was, I was up here every day smoking cigars. He was like, damn, man. He was like, I know you're going to like it, but I didn't know you were going to like it this much. So that's that's how I got started smoking cigars. So, wow. Some some guys and some women they just get right into it. They yeah. they smoke their first one and then it is 
it is just you know they get the ball rolling right right from right from there. Yeah, right at least he got the, you a good one. Uh, yeah, the bay. Yeah, man. Yeah, they, hey, I, I went into the I, I dove into the deep end of the pool, man. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to back up. It's hard to back up after you had an Atabay. You know, it's hard yeah. to go down to that, that five dollars yeah, cigar. I, I was just stuck, man. Here, I got this expensive habit smoking thirty and forty dollars cigars every day. Yeah, that's is definitely. Yeah. <laughs> And if you didn't like it, that that definitely would never have you going back again after paying that price for cigar. Oh yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, Corona is a great place to do. You know, I, I don't know how many people we've had on that that have lived around the Corona area, and they start off just going there, just doing you know meetings, marketing. You know, tons of tons of people, especially you know Corona Tampa, tons of influential people. You know, yeah, hanging it's, it's, hanging it's out there. Great. It's a great networking hole, man. Like you can meet all types of people, man, from all walks of life, and um, it's just a great. I like to call it. It's a, it's a, it's a great bridge, man. Like you can literally have conversations with people, um, and uh, from all walks of life, and it's just, it's just a good spot to be. Yeah, yeah. I remember being up there. Um, I don't know, probably a year and a half ago, and uh, um, just meeting, uh, meeting some of the guys up there. And I was up there before they even opened up, and there was officially opened up in the morning and there was one guy sitting in there. So I just sat down over by him. We started talking and, you know, just chit chatting, you know, mentioned I had some plumbing work to do or whatnot. He gave me one of his business cards and he's like the largest plumbing contractor in Tampa. Yeah, you know, that's, my boy. that's my boy, Mike. Oh, is he? Okay. So, and he, and he's just like, if you have any <laughs> questions, you need anything, here's my card. Just give me a call. He goes, I don't go out to people's houses anymore, <laughs> you know, but, uh, I can I can get you you know I can get you some info if you need any help and I'm like where where else but a cigar lounge man I know right yeah that's Mike man Mikey Mike yeah, he's he's good people yeah he, he was definitely super super good people so so how far into your journey you're smoking cigars where where were you that day you're like I I I want to do this I can I can you know I can do this man it was it was crazy because like I said man when I was coming here I was getting so much business on the tactical side, on the gun side of the business, man. I was I was selling guns. I was doing a lot of concealed uh, concealed weapon um, permits. And I was like, damn, I didn't realize so many people that shoot guns also love cigars. So I, I remember going home, I was like, man, how can I put these two together? How can I marry the guns and the cigars? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Guns, guns, cigars, guns, cigars. I was like, gun, I'm gonna call this shit guns and guards. Um, and you know, uh, growing up where I'm from, they called cigars guards. It was it was the slang for cigars. So, mm. um, and it sounded better to me than guns and cigars. So I was like, you know what, I'm a, I'm a roll with it. And um, I just started making the connections, man. I started figuring out, you know, who the players were, who I needed to talk to about, you know, figuring out how to grow it, who was growing it, um, who was distributing it, and um, here, here we are, man. A year, a little bit, of, a little bit over a year later. That, that, that's pretty wow. quick. That's pretty quick. And then, yeah. and then to get, and then to be able to get into Corona cigar, like that, that's the hardest place. Like there's no other lounge. There's no other online company that's harder to get into, but Je Jeff loves guns. You know, man, <laughs> Jeff. Hey, and, and, and I always have to shout out Jeff and Tanya, man. Like, you know, because they, they gave me my, they gave me my shot. So I have nothing but love for them, man. And um, I, every time I have the opportunity to thank them, I'm going to continue to thank them. They're a wonderful couple, but uh, Corona Cigar is a wonderful company as well, man. So this is like my second office. So I'm always here. 
we, we missed you out of, um, uh, out of the farm uh, uh, two weekends ago for the uh, the barn smoker. Yeah, man, I had some security stuff. I could I couldn't make it, but I I heard the stories. I heard it was a good turnout. Oh, it's all it's always a good turnout. Have you been yeah. out to the farm yet at all? No, I haven't. I haven't. I got I got to get out there, man. I I I I sold Jeff a, a, a one of my guns, and uh, I got to get out there and see if he can shoot. Oh yeah, what would you what would you would you? I mean, without without going into I don't know if it's privacy. Would you would you sell them? Yeah. What's that? I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. What 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 would you sell them? What what guns you sell them? I don't know if Jeff wants me to. to, to okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 leave that I'll leave that go. You you'll like his big uh, military vehicle he's got out there. Some giant you know hey, former military. Can he shoot, Kevin? I, I don't know. I've, I've I've never I've never seen Jeff Jeff shoot. You know, I mean, it's there's always people out at the farm. So I mean, yeah. he could he could shoot out there if he wanted, but there's always you know 800 people every time I'm out there. So it's uh, I, I, I don't. I gotta get out there and see what he can do. I know, you know, and I, I'll have to get out there too. I'll have to bring my I'll have to bring mine out there too, because um, which I haven't shot all year. I haven't shot a single single time this year. I used to shoot competitively in the uh, the Glock Sport Shooting Foundation, the GSSF. Okay, so, so you got so you know a little something, Kev. I I know a little something. Uh, I I need I need to uh, uh I need to hone up. Uh, it was the last time I was out. Uh, last match I went to, man, I was high left, high left every, and I just couldn't. So I just I just end up compensating, you know. Just I, that sound that sounds like a trigger, man. It sounds like a trigger finger, bro. Yeah, you know my 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 buddy that got me into shooting. Uh, he was in the CIA for his entire life, and then. Yeah. uh he he pa- he passed away. He taught me everything I know. So now you know. Then I got I got a buddy that shoots competitive. He's actually the number one 1911 shooter uh, in in the U.S. Robert Bowers, and um, he doesn't like Glocks that much. You know, he likes his 1911. So he he doesn't like you know. When when I go out there with him, I bring my Glock. He brings this ten thousand dollar 1911. Man, you so. got you got you got to make that introduction. I don't know if you know, but my uh, that. That band, my band is a 1911. That's my favorite firearm. Take a look at it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's building me a 1911 now. I took a um, just a um, um, uh, a basic like Taurus 1911, and then uh, we had it fully custom engraved. Okay. And then uh, he's got a 100% Ed Brown internals. So basically, kind of turning it into an Ed Brown 1911 because I can't afford a real a real Ed Brown 1911. You know, so. That's gonna be a nice firearm. It's definitely gonna be nice. Uh, in, uh, uh, engraved in the side of it is a is a Gaelic, an Irish Gaelic phrase. I can't pronounce the phrase, but in English it translates to "May you fall without rising." Wow. So okay. I, I figured I figured that was apropos for the uh, for the side 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 of a gun. Oh yeah. For, for, so so where did so where did you go? Who'd you talk to? Um, I don't even know like who makes your cigars. Like where was that? You know. Yeah, how how was that process? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting my um my cigars are being made down in Nicaragua at the Piaz factory down there. Um, I was introduced to him through uh, a friend of mine here in Tampa. They made an introduction, and I went and met with him a couple of times. And I told him, you know, I told him what I was trying to do, and he said, you know what? If I had a penny for every time somebody told me that, you know what I mean? But I said, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it done. I said, don't worry, I'm gonna get it done. And um. You know, I, I saw it through, and, and here we are, man. So was it was there a lot of back and forth, um, or you know, did you tell him he sent you some blends? You know, yeah. um, he sent me he sent me probably 30, 30 blends, man. Um, 
and over a period of probably like six months, I tried out probably each. I tried out each one of them. I didn't smoke them all the way through, but you know, I I, I at least tried them all, and I picked my favorite four um, out of those. And then um, I told him, "Look, man, I, I want a combination of, uh, of these four. And he told me, "Well, Brian, I want you to narrow it down to." And um, I narrowed it down to two, and um, that was the blend that I I really liked to smoke, and I gave it to a lot of my friends, and you know, and got their opinions on it, and then I just stuck with it, and that was the one that I went with. Which blend was that? Which yeah. one? That was your first blend. So the the my very first blend, I started out with the with the Connecticut. It was the it was the Connecticut uh, Nicaraguan all the way through, and uh, it. A lot of people didn't didn't really like when I first when I first came out with that one. It wasn't a it wasn't a a hit until I added the uh, sweet tip on it and added yeah. the sweet tip on that one. And then I went from that one and I went to the the Maduro. And for the Maduro, we went to the to the uh, the barbacoa. So now we're so now we have we have three blends. So I, I haven't I haven't tried the I've tried the connect or the the barber pole. This is my third one. I have the Connecticut here. Uh, I didn't know it was a sweet tip. I'll definitely be uh, smoking that one tomorrow to see uh, to see how I, I like a sweetened tip. I don't know about it. You know, some people don't like it. You know, I, I, I have to like. I mean, it depends on you know. It for, for me, it just depends on how sweet it is. You know, what I'm saying like, I, I, if it's just subtle, it definitely can make the smoking um, experience in you yeah. know completely different and enjoyable. Yeah, Kurt, I'm, I'm with you on, on that one, Kurt. I didn't I didn't want something that was too overbearing. Right. Um, but it's it, it has enough sweetness to where you can definitely you you can taste it, um, mm -hmm. and uh, it really tastes it tastes really good in the morning. It's like a you know kind of a des dessert type morning coffee cigar. You know maybe a cigar you want to have midday, so you know you're not you're not stuck looking at the you know looking at the looking at the sun. You know what I mean? So you can still mm -hmm. get back to work type of cigar. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's one of my favorites right now. I'm sure it's great with a cup of coffee. You know, if, if I, I don't put sugar in my coffee, but I have had some sweetened tips in the morning with 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 some coffee, and it definitely adds that extra you know sweetness. That if you're not a, if I like my coffee black, just straight up, but a sweetened tip definitely can can make the experience and uh, completely different. Oh yeah, you know now why why the six sixty? I mean, you, I mean you look like a pretty big dude, so I can see the the six sixty being. You know, um, but is that, you know, did you try various sizes or you're no, just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> no, man, I, I like the, I like the six by 60. It was something that felt comfortable in my hands. Um, I, I don't, I really don't like the smaller cigars. It just don't feel right when I'm smoking them. Um, but the six, 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 was, was, was my, was my go-to from, from the jump. However, I am, um, in the process of making a little, a Robusto something a little smaller because a lot of the ladies um, that love that Connecticut, they want something a little bit smaller. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm working, I'm working on that one out. Yeah. Even, even me, like I said, I, I mean, I, you know, I enjoy a 660 on occasion. You know, I, yeah. I like the, I like the Robusto just because of the time frame. A lot of times, yeah. you know, I want, I want a little bit quicker cigar. So sometimes I look at, you know, various cigars I have, I'm like, Oh, I really want that one. But, Man, that's a beast. That's going to take some time to time to smoke, and you know, I'm not, you know, I I don't have that much time yet. You know, um, what about more more blends? You, you, are you you know thinking about coming coming out with different you know different blends or not right now, Kel? Right, I want to I want to perfect this. I want to continue to um you know scale scale what I have. 
Um, and like I said, I do, I do have a, you know, I have another project that I'm working on with the, with the, on the, on the alcohol side right now too. So I want to continue to scale this part of the business. And then once I get, you know, to a point to where I feel like this is, this is where I want it to be, then I'll, I'll come out with something. I do have something in mind for, um, you know, a, another blend. So, but I'll, I'll make sure you have, I'll make sure you get them first. Oh, right on. And, and, and honestly, I, I love hearing that because there are so many companies and, you know, brand owners that, they just want to come out with blend after blend after blend. And uh, it, it's, it's refreshing to hear, you know, like I said, I, I have my own, you know, I, I, you know, two, two blends. That's all, that's all I have, you know, care came out with his, you know, slowly, you know, working out, you know, each blend. And then, you know, but then like I said, other companies, I, I want 10 cigars. They make 10 cigars and, you know, eight of them yeah. end up not being that great. Right. When I, when I say, uh, what's new it's like well i just released that cigar three months ago it's gonna be new for another 18 24 months it's new that's what's yeah. new it's in your hand <laughs> that, that, that's it now now kurt you said you're going to be hiring some sales staff like right now how are you getting your cigars into the hands of consumers in lounge are you in are you in a few lounges quite a few yeah we're in 17 right now um and which is you know amazing for you know looking at what, about six, seven months of that, that's fantastic. Yeah. Right. That's great. Business, right. So, um, and those have been based off relationships, man, to be, to be honest with you, man, those have been, it's hard for people to tell, you no once you're, you're I'm, I'm at Corona, you know what I mean? Like this is like the Mecca of, of, of cigars. So it's hard for people to say to turn you away once you, once they know that you're here on the shelf. Um, however, at the same time, um, I'm at that point now to where I know I have to hire people to be able to, 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 to scale the, scale the business. Corona helps. Um, you know, it, it's the same. It's the same on my end when it comes yeah. to ad, advertising or it comes to whatever I'm doing. And then people were like, "Oh, you're you know you're hooked up with Jeff at Corona," and like, right. "Yeah, I'll work. I'll work with you." You know, it's just like, yeah, you know. So, yeah, I mean, and, and it's also because you know people know Jeff is just not going to work with anybody. You know what I mean? Yes. So, um, Jeff's name is it, it, it takes you a long way. So it, it, it's it's good to be able to. To uh, my, my grandfather used to always say, "Man, all, all a man has is his name." You know what I mean? I won't say the other part, but um, you know, it's very important. Your, your reputation is good. That's it. Now I remember. I think Jeff telling me. I, I think wasn't the first time you guys met. Wasn't it like at the Dennis Prager event? Was that what he was? Yeah, you know? it was. It was, man. I came up. Um, I, do you know Tommy? I think I'm pretty sure you know Tommy. Oh yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody knows Tommy. Yeah. Everybody knows, everybody knows Tommy. You know, hey, Tommy, one of those guys. That, hey. If he likes it, you know he loves you. But if he don't like it, you <laughs> sure don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, and he, and, he, and if he don't like you, he will talk shit about you to hey, everybody. That's it. Everybody gonna know Tom. Yeah, everybody gonna know Tommy don't like you. <laughs> yeah. So so I, you know, my friend Ira. Ira is the is the man yeah. in the Tampa. He's a Marine too, right? So. Um, Ira introduced me to Tommy, and then Tommy introduced me to, to Jeff. Okay, and Ira, Ira knows every, every. Ira will take a picture with somebody, and I'm like, "How the fuck do you know that guy?" And he's like, eh. "He's a superstar, bro. He's, he's, a, he's a Tampa superstar. <laughs> he, he is. I, I, you know, I, I imagine he, he can't even go into a grocery store. Everybody knows Ira. I love, we yeah. love, you know, talking with Ira. And you know, yeah, he's a, unlike Tommy. Ira's always happy. Um, yeah, I, I, I was good. He's good people, man. Damn good people. 
Hey, hey, Kel, matter of fact, speaking of uh, Dennis Prager, did you see that picture um, that I posted on my social media? No, I didn't. Yeah, man, he took a, he took a picture with my uh, with my cigar box, man. Oh, really? Yeah, man, that was that was dope, oh, man. Nice. I wasn't even I wasn't even around. Somebody, some, uh, one of my friends, uh, Brandon Rhymes, gave him a gave him a box of my cigars, and he took a picture with it. Oh man, he is a uh, I don't know. Some some people don't like him. I love Dennis Prager. He is just you know um, he, he's just a, a cool cat. He just tells it like it is, mm-hmm. and that that's it. Yeah, you know, I, so, I, I haven't got an opportunity to, to meet him in person, but um, you know, I'm looking forward to meeting him. Yeah, I'm I'm, hope, I'm hoping one day. I, I know he's a he's a big cigar guy. You know, maybe one day we'll get him on the show. But he's traveling, God, you know, seven days a week. You know, yeah. he, he's all he's always he's always somewhere. You know, so um, wh- are you an ev- all day, all day every day? I, I mean, if if we come to your office, you always got a cigar in your hand. Are you just an all day every day cigar smoker? Well, I usually don't smoke too many throughout the day. Um, what I try to do is when I you know when I get done with my you know get done with work, I try to come grab me a stick you know towards the late afternoon evening. It kind of puts me in the right mind frame to kind of you know kind of relax a little bit before I get ready to crash out, but. Um, probably like man, at least four or five times, four four times, four or five days out of the week, I smoke. It's it's definitely the perfect way to to wind down the evening. I, I know you yeah. know it's just and then just contemplate everything that's gone on during the day. Cause it, you know sometimes it's hard to you know you know just or it's easy with a cigar just to zone out. You know just I know Jessica sometimes will be in the lounge with me here. You know like snap her fingers at me. She's like been talking to you for like a minute and i'm like oh man just you got you got a good cigar you're just you're off into some distant distant land yeah man i do my best thinking man when i'm smoking my cigars man i just i kind of go somewhere else and um it's it's nothing like it man this thing has been a life changer for me and i'm not you know no bullshit this thing has really uh uh you know gave me some great ideas and, and put me in a good place especially after a long day yeah Oh yeah, you know, Care's lucky. Care works from home, so he gets to smoke cigars all day. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's such a, <laughs> such a blessing, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's, that's a damn good job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was uh, when uh, uh, Jessica first started at Corona Sarasota. Um, they were slow, obviously, and she smoked four, five, six cigars a day. And I'm like, oh man, that must be nice. You know, now now they're so busy. So someday she doesn't get a cigar all day. You know, oh, it's man. like, oh. Oh, that sucks. You got to watch other people smoke cigars all day long. You know, yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah, that, working from home too. It, it sounds great. And it's like, you're, that means you're accessible all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, are you busy? Nah, it's 10 o'clock <laughs> at night. I got nothing going on. Yeah. That, that's it. You know, work from home cares not showing his pee bottles, you know, from, uh, from being on conference calls all day long. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm having a, a urinal installed just just for, that, just just for that reason, Kev. Yeah. So so when you when you're not when you're not smoking your own cigars, you know what what do you I mean what are you digging on? You know that that's out there. You know I mean we all can't smoke Atabags every day. Not at not at that price. Good God. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the the, uh, the feral pigs. Yeah. I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, man. God, that, that's that that cigar will kill me. I I've tried smoking a couple of those. Oh my god, it, it drops me to my knees. Oh, it's too strong for you. Yeah, something happens when they when they take that big cigar and they put it down in that pig size. Yeah, man, 
It, it is. J- Jessica will smoke them. No, no issues for me. It's a little too strong for me. Yeah, I, I only smoke it when I don't plan on going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, what about Jeff's uh, Jeff's FSG? Have you uh, have you tried uh, the FSG cigar? No, I, ha- I haven't, man. But I, I, I'll probably try one before I leave. Now that you mention it, but no, I haven't had that one yet. It's a good cigar, man. It's a great. Cigar. Great cigar, and then uh, they also have a uh, um, uh, downstairs as well, and they actually have uh, my, my sticker, the cigar prop, my number one cigar of the year last year was the uh, Army of Angels. Because um, okay. do you know do you know Angel Benitez, the GM of uh, Corona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Angel. Okay. So Angel has his own cigar, and it's got it's made by Paul Palmer at Aganorsa, and it's okay. got some FSG in it. That is a if you like a strong cigar, that is I mean that is a strong stout cigar and a cigar I love. Yeah, I got my my, my buddy in the background. He put he, he put his thumbs up, so it must be a good stick. It, it is a it is a fantastic fantastic stick. Yeah, you sent me so, some, but they're really good. They're delicious. Oh yeah, fantastic! So, so what else have you been digging on lately? You, you getting in any other boutique cigars like yourself, boutique companies? No man, no, man. I try to I try to always smoke mine, man, because people always ask, "Hey man, what are you smoking on?" You know, and they see the band. You know, the band the band is pretty eye catching. You know, it's pretty it's it's not the standard size band. So when people see the band, they always ask me um, about the cigar, and I'm able to tell them the story behind the cigar and. And once I let them try it, then I got a new customer. You know what I mean? So I always try to keep mine um, in my hand as much as I can. Oh, for for sure. Except you got to take the band off about halfway through. It's a it's a pretty it's a it's a pretty big band. It, it but, is, but that but that's the conversation piece, Kevin. Because when you take the band off and you put it down, people see the band. They're like, "What? Hey, what is that?" And that's what gets the conversation started. That that's it, and and it, and make perfect magnets. We we we've been hanging on to all of these bands because I love I you, I love this. Folded it in half yet, Kevin? Folded it in half. Fold the band in half. I need you to put that up on the camera, man. I think you missed that. Get the hell out of here! How, <laughs> how the hell did yeah. I miss? You missed that, fold, man. <laughs> folding it in half. Oh my! Oh my God! It's a gun. You had a call on that uh, in a heartbeat earlier. Yeah, I, I know. That, that is awesome. Now I'm going to go show Jessica. Like, Jessica, look what happens when you fold this band in half. You know, so that, that, that's going to be cool. We can't wait to do something cool with, uh, with these bands. So, so, so right, right on. Um, we're, we're going we're gonna to pivot a little bit, you know, get, get a little bit more into guns. I know guns are always a, a great topic. Um, um, Jessica hates because, because I, I love, I love guns. Like I said, I used to shoot competitively. She hates watching movies with me with guns, uh, because I'm a round counter. Um, do you you do that when you watch a movie? It's like, you know, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody thinks we're crazy. It, it is because, like I said, sometimes I won't even know I'm counting out loud. I'm like one, two, three, four. You know, it's like I'm like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Eight. I'm like, no, this is bullshit. Now, you know, it's getting, it's get, it's get, getting out of hand. Yeah. So, what, 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 what do you think of the uh, the John Wick movies? Well, that that was a movie I was counting rounds, and it was some bullshit there. <laughs> <laughs> he shot like a hundred damn guns in that movie, man. I was like, wait a minute, this is. Uh, this count ain't right. I, I I think I think a lot of times he was good, but there there were a lot of times it's like mm, that was that was way too many. You know, the yeah. last one, I was disappointed with the final one because of the bulletproof jackets they were wearing. All they right. had to do was all they had to do was hold it up, and then the jacket didn't move. 
like it was just i'm like i'm like that that that's not the way physics works you know it just i mean that that jacket would have to weigh 300 pounds for that jacket not to move you know I wouldn't be surprised if they got some shit out there that's, that's already doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure I, I follow a couple of TikTok channels of uh, uh, some uh, ex-CIA guys that, uh, that have started a podcast. And they, they have uh, they've talked about some of the stuff that, that the CIA has and the government has that's just crazy stuff, you know. But, yeah. I mean, you know how it is with these movies, man. They, they show us. It show us 10 years in advance, and then the next thing you know, it's on the market. That's why yeah. we watched so many movies about aliens, and now, look. Yeah. Arrived. Yeah, that's it. 20, that. uh, they're already preparing us. 2025, baby. 2025, the uh, the aliens are going to uh, um, acknowledge that they exist if the government doesn't step in and tell us. That's according to some, I don't know, I, I get that. I get into that that rabbit hole, the conspiracy that, theories. That other that other show, that other show on uh, YouTube. That, that, uh, that yeah, that, that other show on YouTube as well. Are you are you are, are you an alien believer, Brian? Yeah, but I, I don't think we're the only ones here, bro. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it's I mean, a uh, hundred trillion stars in our own galaxy. You know how how can we be how can we be the only ones? How can we be no. the only ones here? So I, I, I might have even met a couple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've, I've definitely met. I've definitely met some strange, some strange cats. Hey, you know? hey Kevin, I'm single, bro. I, I think I met a couple alien women, bro. I swear. I yeah. Have. How, how, how are you? How are you still? How are you still single? I don't know, man. It's, it's rough out here, bro. So, so is it? Is it like like at my job, and it's me? Is it you? You know, <laughs> hey, Kevin, I, I am the common denominator, right? That, 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 that's it. There's a common denominator. But it, 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 is, it is tough these days. Well, Kevin, you're talking about uh, John Wick movies and shooting, but wasn't it uh, Keanu Reeves who, with, with the, the filming, um, a lot of the competitive shooters now will flick out the, the, the magazine because of what he was doing in that movie? Yeah, yeah, a, a buddy of mine that's a competitive shooter said that uh, um, that they do that now. The, just the way he, in that last movie where he was he was flicking flicking the magazine out, you know, because they, they've actually started started doing that. So and that was just something he invented. He just did it. I saw a video you know? on that. One of yeah, those was, one of those rabbit hole videos that you start watching when you're on YouTube. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that's it. Now, now, do you get irritated like I do when people call it a clip instead of a magazine? <laughs> Not so much. I mean, it doesn't really irritate me. At the end of the day, as long as you know what it's for, right? As long as you know that's where the bullets go at. <laughs> that, 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 Kevin, that, Kevin that. taking a shot at me indirectly there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I've always, I've always thought, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm, I'm dealing with two professionals here, that usually you refer to it as a clip when it goes into a pistol, but a magazine if it goes into a rifle. Uh, no. Uh. I'm let you handle that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it's magazine either either way, care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I see where that guy at work's coming from, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't I don't know him. I never met him, but I I'm, I I got his back. I'm on his side. Uh, that's it. So um, uh, you know, delving into the cigar world, did you? Because obviously, coming from 
you know, the firearm side of it, I mean, you know that YouTube hates firearms. Instagram hates firearms. I mean, the hell, they hated that I, that I had a picture of a, a lighter, you know, in right. my in my background. Did, did you know that, you know, coming into the cigars that like that's an also a big no, no, almost impossible to advertise and promote, you know, your cigars as well? I, honestly, I didn't. I didn't, man. Um, and even when I started my security company, like I said, I had trademark uh, firearms way before I even, um, you know, really had the idea to really to do. It. I knew I wanted to do it, but I didn't know how soon um, I was going to, you know, actually have the opportunity to dive into the firearms as far as with my own line. Um, but I posted some on my social media and I immediately got flagged. Right. And I started getting those dirty messages from from uh, Mark Zuckerberg or whoever it is behind those uh, those messages saying, hey, look, you can't post any firearms on on social media. So I learned the hard way. Um, but it's you know, it's, it's kind of disheartening, too, because, you know, all this talk about guns and how bad they are. But, you know, until you need one. It, it changes. It changes. It changes the, the, the story. Once you need one and then you mm -hmm. don't have it, then those are the people that convert over. And then now those are the people that are some of my best customers. So, um, you know, we could talk about that all day, man. But I, I do think everyone should um, have a firearm to be able to protect themselves and their family. That's why I got into it. And that is the sole reason I want people to be able to protect themselves and their family. And it is our second amendment, right? To be able to uh, to own firearms, so which is hence why I called the uh, cigar the Second Amendment cigar. Yeah, you know, and 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 to protect yourself, protect your your family, and to and and when push comes to shove, protect the community. Correct. You know, against against you know you never know what. I remember, you know, it was probably probably going back like four years ago. You know, I'm I'm driving around my uh, out of my house and heading up to uh, Home Depot, and um there is a very pregnant woman she had to be every bit of nine months pregnant just just walking you know just do you know she neighbor she just does her walking when she was she was pregnant and two of uh, our other neighbors dogs you know they were pretty aggressive dogs had got out of their their fence you know and they ran up and they were jumping on top of her and like i said i instantly pulled over instantly you know pull, pulled out my gun i was going to do what needed to be done to save to save this woman you know, and, and of course the guy comes out, don't shoot my dogs. Don't shoot my dogs. I'm like, they're attacking a pregnant woman. Right. You know, so you, you, you never know. You never know when, you know, like the guy in the mall, you know, that made that incredible shot, you know, he, one guy carrying a gun, how many, how many you know, lives did he save that day? You know, so, you know, you, you, you never know when you're going to, like you said, better to have it, not need it than need it, not have it. That's right. That you know, but, uh, one thing I, um, that, that I really want to talk about, because I don't I, I haven't delved into it, you know, um, I've kind of looked into it and it, it's still really unclear for me. But because you do concealed weapons permits, um, Florida's new constitutional carry law. Right. Like I'm I'm not up on everything. You know, I have my concealed weapons permit. You don't have to have one anymore to carry a concealed weapon in the state of Florida. Correct. 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 However, so yes, I'm sorry to cut you off, Kev. Um, no, no, go ahead. However, I I want to hear where you're going. It's it's, in, it's important. It's imperative to have your concealed firearm and weapon because you cannot leave the state of Florida with that firearm if you do not have that concealed weapon permit. So there are other states in the U.S. that offer what's called reciprocity, which means that um, they 
they still recognize or honor Florida's uh, concealed weapon permit. So, um, yeah, you don't have to have the permit to be able to carry here in Florida, but you better not leave the state with it. Okay, yeah, because I, ha I have I have friends up north. Like, is it Maine that doesn't issue at all? And their right. their residents they hate it because they can't go anywhere with their guns. So that was going to be my next question. So Florida is still issuing permits, but you don't have to have one. But if you want one, you can still get it. Correct. Yes. Yes. And then my company offers that tacticalsociety.com. You can you can go to my website and schedule um, a training to be able to get that that permit. And one of the most important reasons also to have your concealed firearm permit is, yeah, you don't have to have your, you know, by Florida's law, you don't have to have a permit. But guess what that means? That means there's a lot of people out there that now own firearms that do not know how to shoot. They do not know how to safely carry a firearm. So um, I would think that one would want to be in a better position to use their firearm better than the uh, perpetrator. Oh, it, it, exactly. You know, I learned so much even after being in guns, you know, you know, for so long of of where I can carry, where I can't carry. If you don't take that class, like there's no like, you know, ignorance of the law, you know, doesn't forgive you for breaking a law. If you carry in the wrong place, you're going to jail. Yeah. You know, if you brandish, you know, like I said, so all these things you learn in a concealed weapons class will only help you. You know, like I said, you know, it, it, it's 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 crazy. So so I'm glad to hear that they're still issuing permits. So when mine's up for renewal, you know, which I just renewed mine, so I'm good for a while. You know that I can still that I can still get get those. Plus, like I said, if you want to buy a gun, you know, like I said, it's not it's easier to have a concealed weapons because then you can just take your take your gun with you know with you instead of having that that wait period. Correct. 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 Yep. So. Now, if you buy your firearm with your concealed weapon permit, you don't have to wait that that uh, three to five day waiting period, depending on your county that you're in. So you purchase that firearm, they run your background check, and you leave with that firearm the same day. If you do not have that permit, you have to wait that mandatory waiting period, depending on your county. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right on. Now, now, when when you um when you give a concealed weapons class, do you do you know um do you do any type of um, like firearm training within that class. I had a buddy that took a class a couple of years ago. The only reason I ask, and then the the, la the last part of the class, they shot a BB gun. Nah, uh, see uh, that, yeah, yeah. See that? Then that and there. Unfortunately, there are some instructors um, that that teach that way. I, I'm not one of those instructors. I, I I sleep very good at night because when you're done um, with our training, I know that God forbid you had to use that firearm. I know that you were taught um, what you need to, to be able to do to protect yourself and your family. So no, we take you through the class portion where you're gonna spend, a, you're gonna spend some time in the classroom. And then after the classroom, you're gonna have to show uh, me or an instructor that you are proficient with that firearm on the range. And that means you have to consistently be able to hit a target. Okay, so on mine, when I took my class, at the end, you know, you had, you, we, we shot, you know, a, a gun. So the, the, you walk up to, you know, it was an indoor range and the guy's like, okay, pick up your gun, point it somewhere down there. Wow. Sque squeeze the trigger, right. put the gun back down. The only way you can fail is if you point the gun at me. And uh, we had one person that pointed the gun at the, <laughs> at the instructor and he failed. <laughs> That, that's crazy. What? That, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Got, the, the, some people that shoot, they ask you to shoot in a bucket. 
I've heard stories yeah. about that too. So what really? Yeah, that you just actually shoot the you shoot the gun down inside of a bucket, um, that's filled with sand, and that's your that's your class. But uh, it's it's you know again, man, you're always gonna you're, you're gonna have some people um that that just don't do a good job, man. But there's so many instructors Crazy. that love what they do and are passionate about what they do, and those are the those are the instructors that I always like to promote. You know what I mean? There's more doing it the right way than not. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I've, you know, over the last t- 10 years, I've taken a few, a few classes uh, at our local range will be, you know, like this NRA instructor will be there for the weekend. So I go down there and just brush up, get some tips, some tricks. And, you know, I remember years ago, you know, everybody had their hearing protection on. And right. you know, at one point he's like, all right, take your hearing protection off, you know, and, uh, and I'd ask him, you know, after I saw a few people go, I'm like, why do you ask people to take their hearing protection off? And he goes, because people don't realize how loud a gun is. You know, it's like people will get people will get startled, you know, like the, like they'll be in a real life situation or somebody, you know, that's when he also taught me, you know, if you keep your gun on your nightstand, which before we had kids in the house, I always did. Make sure you point it away from yourself, because the first thing you're going to do is you're going to grab that gun and you're probably going to pull <laughs> that trigger. And, uh, and he goes, it's loud. People get scared. So yeah. it's like, oh, hey, that's, that's a good idea. You know, practice, you know, realizing how loud, you know, a gun actually is. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's also good, too, man, to put yourself in situations uh, inside your home. And whether that means, um, you know, it, what's your what's your action plan inside the house? If someone were to come in your house, like, run your family through those drills. Like, what, if, what where are you going to go? Like, send, you know, are you going to go to this room? What's the. What's the what's the is there a special lock when you come back in the room to let you know to let us know that you know it's you. But there's a lot of things that um people don't think about when it comes to to, to firearms, but uh that's what we teach. Yeah, yeah, there, there's been there's been a few times. Luckily we, we have a pit bull that sleeps in our bed with us. She's the one greeting you at the door if you decide to come into uh, into our house, you know. But um there there's only been twice in the last seven years that Jessica has been in here to where I've had to grab, you know, grab my gun and it's readily available, you know? Um, and then, you know, and then she doesn't have anything, but even coming back into the room, you know, yeah. announce, announce your presence that it's, that it's you coming back in right. because we, we've, we've seen those stories about the wife that does have a gun, you know, uh, you know, sh- shooting the husband that, that right. comes back in, you know, that, right. that thing, that that's, you know, I, I, you know, Jessica's decent with a gun. I, I'm not sure if she'd hit me, but I don't, I don't want to take that. I don't want to take, take that chance. Yeah, that's it. I, I definitely do, do not want to take that chance. I remember the first time we, we, I took her shooting up in uh, North Carolina with my buddy. Um, he, he had a couple of 22s laid out for her and she was, you know, plinking, plinking them off at a target. And then he gave her uh, his, his uh, a 45. I forget which gun it was, what model. But uh, she fired off like six rounds, and she's like, "I like this." And then, uh, so we were we were just kept loading them for her. And then, after like ten minutes, my buddy Butch is like, "Hey, Jess, you know, you know how much this is costing me?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, de- def- definitely not not cheap. You know, yeah. um, his his favorite gun. We're gonna get into your favorite gun. His favorite gun was his uh, uh, fifty cal BMG Armalite. You know oh. that gun. That gun was crazy. He he'd take that to the range, and after after the first shot, there'd be there'd be guys, everybody, you know, watching him. You know, just, yeah, he, just he shot that on an indoor range. A 50 no, no, that that was that was outdoor. That was an outdoor. Say, Damn. 
no, no. There, there was a there. He he did go to an indoor range somewhere here in Florida that said that he could shoot. You know, um, uh, uh, that rifle indoors, and uh, he squeezed the trigger the first time, and it blew out all of the overhead fluorescent lamps. And uh, they said, "Yeah, you can't, you can't shoot yeah. that anymore." You know that. That's, that's a pretty boy. Yeah, that, that's it. So, what, 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 what's your favorite? What's your favorite handgun? What's your favorite rifle? And right what now, manufacturer? My, right now, my favorite handgun is going to be that Canic Canic uh, Meat MC9. Um, it's a subcompact and it's 15, 15 and one. That's probably my favorite handgun right now. Um, as far as rifle, man, I'm going to say mine. I love that. I love my AR, AR-15. That's probably my, my, my go-to. Yeah, my, my son's got a nice AR, AR that he built. Um, I'm, I've never, never been in, I've never been a, well, my problem is I've never been a rifle guy because uh, um, uh, since birth, I'm blind in my right eye and I'm right-handed. So I can't, you know, yeah, I, I, I've tried shooting left-handed and I just can't, I can't, I can't do it, you know, other than like a shotgun, but. You know, you hit anything with a with a shotgun. So I've never been really a rifle guy. You know, but but Glock, I'm 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 a Glock guy. You know, my 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 go to is my 34. You know, I, I like you know I like my 34. Okay, I want you I want you to try the Canik brand, man. Like I want you to try shooting. That. Let me know when you're free. If you're down my way, I want to I want to get one in your hands. I think I can convert you over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think I can convert you over, man. I'm, I'm definitely always always up for a new uh you know i i, I just love shooting you know in in general you know it, it it's awesome yeah. um what what's the best because i've been you know i yeah i, I want to get a couple of concealed carry you know some smaller guns for jessica and i yeah and it's just it it's a nightmare out there everybody is making something small concealed you know um what, what's your what's your recommendation for you know Women generally have purses, so they got, I think, a little bit more options. You know, guys, we like to carry them on our person. You know, what's, what's your, you know, what, what's your, what's your go-to? You know, what's something you'd recommend? For women, what I sell a lot is going to be that uh, that Smith and Wesson uh, shield, nine mil, nine millimeter shield. It's called the shield, easy shield, and they're really, really easy to rack. Super easy to rack, and a lot of women have, you know, have fingernails, right? Um, so um, and, and the hand power too. A lot of a lot of women struggle sometimes, depending on the brand of racking the slide. So I probably yeah. say that 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 Smith and Wesson Easy Shield. That's gonna be a good gun for the for the women. Um, as far as the guys, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go back to that Canic man. That Canic um, Meat MC9 is gonna be a good gun, and they have um, all types of different versions. Though, even on the full size, on the full size uh, versions of them are good too. So check out Canics and, and uh, I think again I think you, that'll be a gun that you like. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Now, what about uh, um, uh, for for guys that uh, concealed carry? Like you know, uh, looking at looking at uh, um, um, firearms, and then then I'm looking at concealed carry holsters, and oh my god, bro! You know, just you just holster. It's just it's never ending. You go down the rabbit hole on YouTube and everything else, and every everybody's got the best. Yeah, well, the the thing, the good thing about the, the the mechanics, man. You know what? They need to pay me for this, man. I think I need to get on their payroll. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said that too many times, Kevin. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, they their their guns come with the holsters already in it. That's why I, you know I love them. They're great guns. Um, they're fun to shoot. Um, they don't come back for repairs, and uh, the triggers are already you know pretty much already ready to go out of the box, and it comes with the cleaning kit, and it also comes with the uh, 
with the holster. So it's like a one-stop shop, man. So um, again, I, I think that's just the that's probably one of the best guns on the market right now. Now, uh, like, what what does what does something like that run for people interested? It just depends, man. You're gonna be looking from anywhere between four, four, four and a half, four fifty to six, six fifty. You know what I mean? Some of the top, some of their uh, their elite versions probably maybe go between six fifty and seven. Just depends on on what you like, how many bells and whistles that you want to come on it. Okay. Now, now, are you by chance a uh, um, a Glock Blue Label dealer? No, no, I, I'm not. Okay. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm again. I I don't like talking negative about any gun brands i think guns are 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 gonna be best fit for the shooter you know what i mean i know yeah some guys, I, I know some guys that are that are badass with with tauruses and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the brand is if you can shoot you can shoot you know what i mean you just needed to do the job and you need to be able to fit your hand and uh so i don't i don't really get into you know brands i just feel like at the end of the day you just need to know how to shoot the gun okay and the only reason i asked i said you know Nope. Oh, looks like we lost Kevin there. Oh, for am a I second. still it? There oh, am is. I still it? Yeah, oh, there you are. You're back. Yep. Okay. I just look at my camera. So I, I, I get, I get a discount. You know, each year I can buy one gun a year. You know, with okay. my, with my, with my, uh, blue label. And it's usually a couple hundred dollar discount. Yeah. So it was, you know, you know, but uh, but I'll have to look into that one. I'll have to uh, um, come up now. Do you do you um do you guys have a um your own range like indoor or like if someone comes up for training up there in Tampa? No, so I partner with a company called Florida Firearms uh, here in Florida Firearms Academy here in Tampa. Probably the best range in Tampa, as far as I'm concerned. Um, they also have, uh, you know, they carry my my gear line as well. So, um, you know, and, and uh, the guy that owns that is called his name is Thomas King. He's a huge two A um, uh, supporter. So uh, anything he does is always surrounded surrounded around the Second Amendment community. His range is top notch, man. You got to come check it out. He has like it's cool. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a a movie museum and a gun range all in one. He has like all these uh, famous pictures of uh, all these movies that have you know that have guns in them, and he has yeah. all, all these big paintings and pictures all throughout the whole range. If it's a if it's a movie with a gun in it, he has a he has a photo somewhere posted on the range. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to get with Jeff. We're we're, we're gonna we're, we're me and Jeff's gonna have to come up and see you. Yeah, you know, yeah, you uh, know, man. I make sure you guys are set up nice. Oh, oh, per perfect. So, you know, uh, I want to talk about fire. You know, firearm safety in the home. We, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, what is you know? Because I've looked at various you know contraptions to to hold guns and everything else. You know, what's the best way for for the for the a parent that's got younger kids at home? You know, that wants to keep a gun for protection. But keep it away from the kids, but then at the same time have it readily accessible. Well, I will always lean toward the biometric uh, safes. Those are the ones that, you know that you can put on your nightstand and you can only open with your fingerprints that are registered to that safe. Um, and I, I I tell people to stay away from any any uh, any type of safe that requires a code because in that time of distress, you're yeah. not going to remember that code. I don't care if it's one, two, three, four. You're not going to remember that code. So it's something as simple as putting your hand on top of that box, it pops up, and then that gun is already ready to go. So um, I'm always going to be, I'm going to lean towards the, the biometric safe. Okay, I, I, I didn't know that they had, because I've always seen the ones where you put your hand into, you know, but then you have the code that you got to, you know, and I always, I always thought the same thing. Push comes to shove, am I going to remember that damn code? No. You know, no. When, 
don't do codes, bro. We just putting we're making it we're making it dummy proof as we can. You know what I mean? Put your hand on that bad boy and it pops up. You grab that gun, and as far as I'm concerned, it should already be ready to go. You know what I mean? The less less steps you gotta take to be ready, the better. Yeah, that, that that that's it. You know, um, I I practice with mine. I keep my slide or I keep my my magazine out. You know, but I have you know within a second of picking. I mean, I can I can I can put that magazine in and rack that slide almost instantaneously. So, and, and that's, that's one thing I try and tell other people: you got to practice. You got to yeah. practice. You know, you know, in case of that that situation, mm-hmm. you know, and and then teaching your kids. You know, teaching your kids about gun safety, you know, people, people just assume, you know, kids aren't going to touch a gun, but kids are inquisitive. Yeah, man. You got to teach them why they're young. You know what I mean? Teach them how to respect that while they're young. When they get older, you know, they're not as curious about it. They know, um, you know, they know how to safely to uh, safely uh, carry them and, and, and fire them. So Florida Firearms is really good about that, too. They have a, a class uh, once a month for, for the kids and that class is always packed out, man. It's it's always book so yeah man if you're a parent and you're listening make sure you get your kids start them off early i told you oh, that, that. I used to, we used to go upstate that was our vacation we go upstate my brother was a big hunter big you know he's he was uh um heavily in, in into guns and and that was his thing my grandfather my uncle but we used to go upstate every year and every year yeah. we'd sit in the back on the on the picnic table and that's what we did we stayed there for two weeks We'd shoot everything from shotguns to, to 357, 44, 22, um, you name it. You know, the, the guns came out and, and all the kids at an early age, you learned about it. You learned, you know, you learned to respect the weapon. Um, you learned how to fire it. You could see the damage that it could do. And yeah. you also made sure that you took the necessary steps uh, and procedures of safety, you know, when when you were going, you know, downrange to, you know, Pick, pick the cans back up, put them back up, and everything else. And I think too many people are afraid of the gun, when in reality the the issue is it's it's the operator and the people that are actually, um, you know, who are the gun enthusiasts. They're the ones who should be passing along this knowledge. Yeah, you know, and, and, and that's a big one you mentioned. You know, you know, teaching kids what a gun can do. You know, yeah. I, you know, you hear like this, some kids don't realize. All like those fucking the video da- games, right? Yeah, well, yeah, games. that's it. Yeah, they, they don't they don't realize what you know how much damage to an object like a pumpkin or a watermelon that a, that a gun can mm-hmm. gun can do, and you know they see that for the first time, and it's like wow, it's like sobering. this is you know you know it, it it's definitely a very sobering you know experience. Right. It's so not, so it's but, but Call of Duty. It's not Call of Duty. There is no reset button. No, there isn't. And I don't think they get <laughs> yeah. that. You know, not, I don't say all of them, but I don't think a lot of kids right. get that. Plus, they don't understand, you know, the kick that's involved with a gun. You know, the you know, uh, the the impact that you, with of just breathing and 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 it's uh, there's a lot that you can learn. I think you learn at an early age to respect um, when 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 you're around family members or friends that that have firearms. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think I don't think kids are, are you know are subjected to it like we all were as kids. I mean, all three of us. I mean, that was just something we were around. We were always around guns. You know, we just knew what they did, and and we just and we just respected them. I love that there's a you know I you because know, you know as far as I know, nowhere around me has you know like training for kids. Like you can bring kids in. I think that's I mean a brilliant thing. You know, to where you can bring kids. I mean. You, know, you go to the Home Depot on the weekend and they're 
building their little birdhouses or whatever it is they're, they're doing out out front, you know, sawing and cutting and nailing, you know, but, uh, but I love that, you know, I love that. Uh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to write that down. What is, what is the name of that? I'm going to put a link. I'll, I'll come back and edit this. What's, what's the name of that place? It's called Florida Firearms Academy. Okay. I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to put a, a, a link to that. Um, afterwards, so people, you know, people that live down here, anyways, you know, if if you live outside of, you know, Florida or wherever, you know, definitely, you know, have to look into your local, you know, local, you know, you know, range to see if that's something that they offer. Um, the other thing I see on your website, um, uh, which I didn't delve too much into, um, but I kind of like what I saw. Uh, it was called U.S. Law Shield. What what is that? Good question, man. So. Um, just like you have car insurance, there's gun insurance, right? Um, what happens after you fire that shot, man? Like, who, what, what's the next step? You know, so a lot of times what happens is you find yourself in a courtroom. Who has to pay for that? Like, you'll have to pay for that. So what this company, U.S. Law Shield, does, they will cover your attorney fees. So um, it's kind of a no-brainer, and it's very, it's very affordable. Um, I think I pay like 125 for the year. And um, yeah. you know, get into a shooting situation that they give you a card. You call that card, and they tell you what not to say, and then they assign you an attorney, and then your attorney handles it from there. Oh, that that, that that's awesome! You know, um, uh, yeah, I saw. I think on the website it was like ten dollars a month. You know, right. and, uh, and and actually, I bookmarked it because I'm 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 going to sign up for it because I said it's just you know for the ten dollars, uh, you know, eleven dollars, whatever it is a month. Yeah. You know, if you think if you think about what an attorney costs, you know, like I said, you know, so, I mean, we all have businesses here, so, so we all have attorneys and it's outrageous, you know, what an attorney, I mean, you call up an attorney and ask for advice. I call my attorney up and ask for advice. It's a couple hundred dollars yeah, just right. for, just for, and that's one time. If I got to call him two or three times a year, you know, I'm, I'm easily spending a thousand bucks a year, you know, just on advice. So, you know, like you said, $120 a year, you know, just, you know, this letter, right? That's, you know, oh, yeah, that, 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 that's it. You know, it's a, uh, um, that's a no brainer, man. Now, is that something that, um, anybody listening to all over the country, you know, tonight, you know, they, they can, you know, they can, you know, they don't have to be a Florida resident. They can, they can get in on that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's nationwide, man. You know, and they also cover you, um, if you're traveling as well. So it is, it's just not specific to your state. They also have, um, coverage when you're traveling with your firearm from state to state, and wow. it's just not firearm related as well. It's it's also self defense. What if you get into a bar fight or something? It's the same concept. They still cover you in case you um, were to need a uh, attorney. Okay, wow. you know, which is which is another reason that you know people should have their concealed weapons permit. Um, it it covers you more than a gun. You know, it, just to have that concealed weapons permit, you know, if, if you get into, if you hit somebody with a brick, you know, a, a, a stick. No, I never mace, do that. You know, yeah, it's, uh, um, you, you, especially here in Florida. Florida, where you know, Florida is a very <laughs> gun-friendly state. You know, if, if you if you have your concealed weapons permit, you know, it's you're definitely, with the ca you know, Castle Doctrine, you know, we're, we're definitely a lot more protected. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, I, I would definitely, definitely look into, you know, getting that, you know, for $10, $11 a month, it's, yeah. it really is a, a, a no brainer. I've got friends that, that are cops. They have advised me what to say, what not to say, basically don't say anything. 
do not right. say, you know, and, and, you know, and, and they joke around, you know, uh, with me. It's like when we get to your house or the scene, they go, we only want one story, you know, like, right. like, the, you know, you know, not, not saying that dead men tell no tales, but uh, we don't want two conflicting stories. We just want to hear, want to hear the one story. So, and, and, and that's one of the perks of having the gun insurance because that's the first thing you do. You make that phone call and then they, they take care of everything else. Yeah, def, definitely. Like I said no brainer. So definitely everybody looked that up. You, you know, U.S. Law Shield, you can go to, you know, um, uh, um, Brian's website. You know, it, it's been scrolling you know, across the bottom of the screen on occasion. It's in the, the show notes down below. If you're listening to the podcast, it's in the uh, uh, the clickable link is in the, uh, um, the podcast description. You know, it's right there on his website, you know, nice and bold. So you can um, so you can click on it. Yeah. And I'll also give you that, uh, Kevin, I can I can shoot you that link. Um, to it. So in case you want to put it on there so the customers can just go straight to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Per perfect. Yeah. So, um, there, you know, obviously we, 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 we live in, in a society now that a lot of irresponsible people, you know, are able to get guns and, you know, we're not going to get into, a, a you know, the, the, the politics side of it, but there, but there's been a lot of talk over the years about, you know, different things, making guns harder to get, you know, getting rid of like here in Florida, the gun show loophole, you know, broader background checks, 30 day waiting periods, 60 day waiting periods. Um, is, is, you know, from someone that's that, that, you know, that is your full time job of being in guns. You know, is, is there anything, any of these rules and regulations that you're for, you know, um, to, to help? I don't know. I, I don't want to say help society. I don't know. Appease. A, a appease the uh uh the, the beneficial yeah um, bet yeah honestly man I, I i think the rules that are in, are in place right now um protect that protect the everyday citizen I, I don't i don't really see the need for more more rules because at the end of the day again it's um it's just making it more it makes it more difficult for the people that are doing things the right way you know what mm -hmm. i mean um so I think right now, I think the government has enough rules in the place as far as um, in, in regards to what, what's out there right now. I don't think I don't see the need for 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 more legislation, uh, for more, uh, you know, uh, more laws to to restrict people to be able to buy firearms. I, I, I agree. You know, it's a, um, um, I, I, I tell people, you know, in the uh, in the tobacco industry, I've said it for years, you know, from being in the gun industry you know, um, or the gun, you know, whatever. Um, we've seen what happens when the, when, when the ATF and the government steps in and they take one thing, you know, as soon as you open the door, you know, that, that door can never be closed again. Right. You know, it, I mean, we, we've, we've seen that with guns for years. It's, it's just everything, you know, that, that they, that they've, that they've taken once that door is open and so many people in the cigar industry, don't understand that you know they're you know like oh that you know they can have this they can have that you know mm -hmm. let them you know they let them have the you know the menthol cigarettes and the flavored cigars that's the big one now menthol right. cigarettes and flavored cigars you're like let them have that and i'm like no because you haven't seen what the gun industry has gone through as, as soon as as soon as the as soon as the government takes menthol as soon as they take flavored cigars and they got that door open that's it you so, know well, they're like and they always find a way. That's right. it. 
they're, they're going to take the next thing. They're going to take the next thing. And next thing you know, we won't have cigars, you know, same right. thing with, same thing with the guns. I, I, you know, I'm the same with you, you know, pro two a, you know, I think the laws that we have on books, I think they, they do a good job, you know, um, you know, for that, you know, I don't know we're, we won't get into the politics of it because I'll get yeah. banned. You know, right, 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 right. <laughs> I, 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 I know there's one sponsor of mine that will not, you know, <laughs> that will not waver, you right. know, but I don't, I don't want to say the others will, but I don't want to go, uh, go into yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Kev, let's, let's stay off that cancel list, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it, 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 it is cancel culture right now, baby. Yeah. You know, pe- people, people that don't smoke cigars will inundate my advertisers, you know, that, that, that's just the way, that's yeah. just the way they do, yeah. you know? So, um, I think it's about all we got, you know, uh, it's been, it's been a great show care. Any, um, any final thoughts, questions no, that you want to go through for tonight? No, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not heavily into into firearms like you guys, but I do uh, I do support and believe in the Second Amendment, and um, I've been around in my whole life. And it was great, great having you on the show, learning about your cigar business, but also the, the your your history, your background, and um, you know, Kevin's probably going to be calling you because I was going to ask you when you when you provide um, security. Does it matter if they're important or if they think they're important if they want to hire you? It, it does not matter, man. It doesn't, right. it doesn't matter if they're important. If it's, if it's the average, it's a, you know, everyday American, man, if you, if you want security, that's, we, we're, we're here to do that. We're here to Kevin that. just wants someone to walk with him through the house and just every time Jessica approaches him, just pushes her away. <laughs> <laughs> not right now. Not right now. Well, you're getting too far. Hey, hey, hey whatever we got to do, we keep Kev out of jail, man. We're, we're, yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's it. So, uh, that's awesome. No, man, thanks uh, for being on. It was a pleasure. Yeah, man. Bro- I, pre- I appreciate you guys having me on, man. I enjoyed you guys. Oh yeah. We, we, we've had, we've had a blast for, for sure. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely, uh, I'm definitely gonna get with Jeff. We're going to come up, we're going to come up and see you. I'll get with Jeff and, uh, next time I see him and we'll, we'll plan a day and we'll come up and uh, hang out with you and we'll see, we'll see what kind of shine shooter Jeff is. And maybe you can yeah. help me with my, help me with my, my up left uh, 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 thing that I'm dealing with. I would love to, man. I would love to, and I definitely want to see what Jeff has, man. All them, all them guns, but I want to see if he can shoot them. Oh yeah, I just want to see his collection. See, see what, <laughs> see, see what he's got. He, you know, he's got to have some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, he does. I know he does. So cool. All right, Brian. Thanks for coming on and uh, and spending an uh, an hour and a half of your uh, Monday night with us, man. We appreciate it. Hey, man, thank you, guys, man. I appreciate you. Thanks, All man. right, tell everybody at Corona I said hi. I sure will, man. You guys have a good night. All right, see ya. All right, later. All right, let's hear. Uh, everybody start typing in the word cigar for our uh, our giveaway tonight. And then um, let's hear a word from our uh, um, our sponsor, Corona Cigar. Magazines, not clips. Magazines, Magazines not, not clips. And then they're, they're, and, and, and remember, let me uh, pull up here the, the giveaway. Um, 
and there's a difference between a round and a bullet. A round is the entire cartridge that contains the bullet, and the bullet is actually just the lead thing right. that comes out of the round. Right. Um, so, all right. Let me uh, let me share my. How would you how would you marble in the word projectile? Well, projectile would be the same as as uh, as bullet. So the round is what goes into the magazine that goes into the firearm, and the bullet or projectile is what leaves the barrel. That 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 that's it. You know, and then when you and you take the class, you know, you you learn you learn the things that you that you do. You know, it's it's the it's like the I I think there's four steps. Like, you know, um, um, always keep your turn always keep your finger on the trigger guard until you're ready to shoot, you know, know your target and what lies beyond. That's a big thing. People don't realize how fast a bullet travels um, and it goes through things. Yes. Like know your target. Like you got to personally know them. Yes. <laughs> All right. I already got my target lined up. All right. So can you see that care? I can. All right. Let her rip. All right, we're gonna uh, we're we're coming. We got some prizes. Uh, uh, so we we got we're, we're gonna uh, make sure that the person that because we've had two times in the last Bree month, Thomas. Bree Thomas. Now Bree, I know. Um, let's see. I think she just just come. Bree, are you still on? Okay, yeah, Bree. So she's nine oh five. So all right. So we've had a we, we've had a couple people that uh that didn't. Um, uh, claim their prize this year, you know, over the really? last two months. So yeah, we've had two people. Michael? So I see Bree is typed. So Bree, send me a message, Kevin at cigarprop.com, and uh, I will get you your prize pack out. Um, I claim the unclaimed or not? Uh, no. Oh, right. So I think we do. I, I actually, it's been a good thing because now we have uh, just enough to give away um, for the. Uh, um, for the for the rest of the uh, the year. Hello, see she chimed in. All right. All so right. Kevin at cigarprop.com, Brie, we will get you your prize pack and out to you. Um yeah, that was the uh, tapping action taking names giveaway presented by Amandola Family Cigars. Hopefully next week, actually I got a new camera coming. It'll be here tomorrow. I got a new capture card coming, so hopefully this does not have this hasn't been a thing in like we, this is the first time this season that I've had an issue. With, yeah. Uh, with, yeah, with well, you uh, had to go off all rogue because I think I, I know I think it's yeah. my A10 mini, my switcher. I think that's the issue, so I'm getting rid of that. So we're going to a new kit. <laughs> yeah. Last time you had to do this, you were in the little the little storage room. With oh yeah, behind you. I, I know, and uh, I I could have done that tonight. You know, if I had my green screen up, I could have done something cool. You know, but I didn't. So um, all right, next week um uh, on the uh the show. Uh, we welcome the guys from the Cigar Guys podcast. Oh. Uh, th uh, three gentlemen. Uh, actually, uh, I've known them for a uh, for a little bit now. I actually just met them at Corona Cigar Sarasota about a month ago. I was on their. I've been on their podcast twice, so uh, um, I owe them. You know, so now they're going to be on our show. So it's going to be super cool to kind of get you know the uh, uh, the ins and outs of a uh, of another you know cigar you know media. Uh, yeah. show so it should be should be pretty cool and um yeah and then we've only got one more show after that so um I, I, leave, man. I know it's already i mean it's i said yeah we usually go two to three weeks and then i'm then i'm gonna be doing a live show um 
like the third week of December as for Cigar Medics. Um, definitely uh, Cigar Medics is in the, the video description down below, the podcast mm -hmm. description if you're listening. And actually, by the time the podcast comes out of this show, the contest will be over. Um, uh, Cigar Medics is giving away uh, five of their new the new cutters. You oh, know, yeah, these, yeah, I did see yeah. that. So super awesome. So if you go to the Cigar Medics website for every $20 you spend on their website, you get one entry into the contest. Oh, We're going to be doing the live show for them, uh, announcing the winners. Be like the third week of December. It'll be like on a Friday or Saturday or something. So it should be um, you'd be pretty, pretty care. I forgot to mention that to you. I'd love to have you come on and, yeah, yeah. and help me help me with that show. Um, uh, hopefully we can get Steve Saka to come on and, 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 uh, and Luigi from Cigar Medics to talk about how this cutter came about because it is a fantastic cutter. It yeah, I heard, you, crazy you, I heard you talking about it, and uh, it's it's. Uh, I mean, you've been raving about it. It it is crazy, crazy cool. So, um, all right, um, make sure you're following Cigar Prop Producer Jessica, even though she's not with us tonight. Caribbean Hante of Stogie Road Cigars, our guest uh, um, Brian with uh, um, uh, Tactical uh, Society and Guns for uh, Guns and Gars. All the links are in the, the video description down below or the podcast description if you're listening to this in the future. And once again, we want to thank uh, J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, We Are the Muscle, Casa Caraballo Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, uh, K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Asset Care. Leave us with some final thoughts for the night. Oh man, there's so many from this evening. I mean, guns and and uh, and cigars, guard cigars. But as always, we just got through one holiday. We're getting ready to celebrate another. Time is uh, precious. It's the one thing you cannot get back. So we get an opportunity to sit down with a friend and enjoy a cigar. Do so, and make sure you stop by one of your local cigar shops. All right, we'll see everybody next week.